Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Sunday, March 27th. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there will be a famine in the land, not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11, and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east, They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is twenty minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we begin a new Torah portion, Tazria, and it means, She Conceives. Leviticus 12, 1-8 Hashem spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to B'nai Israel thus, When a woman at childbirth bears a male, She shall be unclean seven days. She shall be unclean as at the time of her menstrual infirmity. On the eighth day the flesh of the foreskin shall be circumcised. She shall remain in a state of blood purification for thirty-three days. She shall not touch any consecrated thing nor enter the sanctuary until her period of purification is completed. If she bears a female, she shall be unclean two weeks as during her menstruation, and she shall remain in a state of blood purification for sixty-six days. On the completion of her period of purification, for either son or daughter, she shall bring to the Kohen at the entrance of the tent of meeting a lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, and a pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering. He shall offer it before Hashem, and make expiation on her behalf. She shall then be clean from her flow of blood. 
Such are the rituals concerning her who bears a child, male or female. If, however, her means do not suffice for a sheep, she shall take two turtle doves or two pigeons, one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. The Kohen shall make expiation on her behalf, and she shall be clean. Luke seven thirty six to eight three. And one of the Pharisees desired him, Yeshua, that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's home and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city, who was a sinner, when she knew that Yeshua sat at meat in the Pharisee's home, brought an alabaster box of ointment, and stood at his feet behind him, weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears, and did wipe them with the hairs of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee, which had bidden him, saw it, he spoke within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that touches him, for she is a sinner. And Yeshua answering said to him, Simon, I have somewhat to say to you. And he said, Master, say on. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one owed five hundred pence, and the other fifty. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him the most? Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom he forgave most. And he said to him, You have rightly judged. And he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I have entered your home and you gave me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman since I came in has not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil you did not anoint, but this woman has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loves much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. And he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. And they sat at meat with him, and began to say within themselves, Who is this that forgives sins also? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. And it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village, preaching and showing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. And certain women, which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. And Joanna, the wife of Husa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others, which ministered to him of their substance. Psalm 69, 1-18 Save me, O God, for the waters are come to my soul. I sink in deep mire where there is no standing. 
I am come into deep waters where the floods overflow me. I am weary of my crying. My throat is dried. My eyes fail while I wait for my God. They that hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. They that would destroy me, being my enemies wrongfully, are mighty. Then I restored that which I took not away. O God, you know my foolishness, and my sins are not hidden from you. Let not them that wait on you, O Lord God of hosts, be ashamed for my sake. Let not those that seek you be confounded for my sake, O God of Israel. Because for your sake I have borne reproach, shame has covered my face. I am become a stranger to my brethren, and an alien to my mother's children. For the zeal of your house has eaten me up, and the reproaches of them that reproached you have fallen upon me. When I wept and chastened my soul with fasting, that was to my reproach. I made sackcloth also my garment, and I became a proverb to them. They that sit in the gates speak against me, and I was the song of the drunkards. But as for me, my prayer is unto you, O Lord, in an acceptable time. O God, in the multitude of your mercy, hear me, in the truth of your salvation. Deliver me out of the mire, and let me not sink. Let me be delivered from them that hate me, and out of the deep waters. Let not the water flood overflow me, neither let the deep swallow me up, and let not the pit shut her mouth upon me. Hear me, O Lord, for your loving kindness is good. Turn to me according to the multitude of your tender mercies, and hide not your face from your servant, for I am in trouble. Hear me speedily. Draw near to my soul, and redeem it. Deliver me because of my enemies. Proverbs 12.1 Whoso loves instruction loves knowledge, but he that hates reproof is brutish. I want to speak to you today from our reading from Luke chapter 7. I'll begin with a question. Take being taken for granted. Have you ever felt like you were being taken for granted? In this scene described for us in Luke 7, Yeshua comes to the home of a Pharisee to dine, and there's a woman there who does some extraordinary things. She weeps, she washes Yeshua's feet with her tears, she wipes his feet with her hair, she continuously kisses his feet, she anoints his feet with special ointment from an alabaster jar. The Pharisee, in a judging, judgmental kind of a attitude, thinks to himself, boy, if Yeshua knew what kind of a woman is touching him, he would not allow her to touch him. 
This is a sinful woman. Perhaps she was a prostitute. We don't know. We just know that she was a sinful woman. And then Yeshua, knowing his thoughts, speaks aloud to him and says, a parable to him. A creditor with two debtors, one who owed 500 pence and the other only owing 50 pence. And they had nothing to pay, so he forgave them both. Which one would love the debtor the most? And the Pharisee answers, I suppose he whom was forgiven much. And that's the answer to this whole parable. Verse 47, Therefore I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, or she loves much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. I don't know about you, but I want to love Yeshua much. And so, I have an exercise for you to do. Get out a piece of paper, spiral-bound notebook, and begin to write down all the sins that you can think of that you have an engage that you have engaged in in your life that Yeshua has forgiven you of. Begin with the sins that you committed before you ever even knew Him, before you ever. was born again or before you ever invited him into your heart. Start there, B.C., before Christ. And just make a list of all your sins. And then come forward through time. Sins that you've committed after you came to know him. From years ago. Months ago. And then even sins committed this very last week. Write it all down. And then think about that list. Think about how much you have been forgiven. How huge a debt you owed. And think about how he forgave all of those sins. The depth of his forgiveness meets meets and matches the depth of your sin. And then let the gratitude and the love flow in to your heart. Like this sinful woman who wept at his feet and anointed his feet with oil and with her tears. May we have a heart like that. That we do not take the Master for granted. We do not take His forgiveness for granted. Because our sins, had they not been forgiven, would have demanded our death. Because God the Father is a God of justice and righteousness. May we walk in humility and in tremendous gratitude and in 
loving kindness toward the master or how he forgives us of our sins. He's a forgiving God. May we be forgiving people towards one another. Shalom, and we'll see you tomorrow. Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.